0: Are you looking to grow your real estate investing business? My company, Future Flipper, can help. We've taught hundreds of people all over the country how to flip, wholesale, and buy rental properties. And it doesn't matter where you're at in your investing journey. Whether you're trying to get your first deal or scale your company, Future Flipper can help. We have courses, coaching, and events for all levels of investors. So if you want to take the next step, go to futureflipper.com and book a free consultation to see how we can best help you. Once again, that's futureflipper.com. If you've ever wanted to invest with me on my real estate deals, it's now possible. At Pineda Capital, we're purchasing value-add real estate all across the country. This includes multifamily, commercial, and land development. The best part is, with my network, social media presence, and marketing strategies, we're able to get the very best deals that others don't have access to. You can join in with me on those deals if you're an accredited investor. If you want to learn more, head over to PinedaCapital.com to see our current opportunities. Once again, that's PinedaCapital.com. Welcome to The Ryan Pineda Show. Where our mission is to invest. I only expect to make money in things that I understand. Innovate. It's about believing in the future and thinking that the future will be better than the past. And inspire. I am much more likely to hit my goal just due to putting it out there. you now rocking with the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Ryan Pineda Show. Today, we've got ourselves a solo podcast. And really, I want to talk about something that... Uh, I didn't think fit on my YouTube channel, but since you guys are the dedicated audience here on the podcast, by the way, you guys are my favorite audience out of anyone because if you're willing to listen to an hour of something, then that tells me a lot. So uh, I I appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast. You guys are awesome. But um, this topic today, like I said, I don't think it fit in the YouTube channel, but I think it's something that people need to hear, especially if you own a business. So we're gonna be talking about What I've learned, obviously, from baseball and really just like how I've come to the realization that running a sports team is very similar to running a business. And I've never heard anyone else express it in this kind of metaphor. And I think it will kind of hit home for a lot of people and encourage you to really think as a business owner, how you can improve the overall value of your business and make it more profitable just thinking about it in a completely different way than you probably have. So, I am going to attempt to explain how business and sports really are a lot more similar than you think. So, with sports, okay, there are four main components that make up whether a sports team has value or not. Uh there's the ownership, there's the management, there are the players and the fans. Those four components make up the sports team. And how well those four things function together determine the value of the sports team. You know, there's a reason that the Dallas Cowboys are the most uh valuable team in America. I'm pretty certain they're the most valuable. I'd have to fact check it real quick. But, you know, the reason they're the most valuable is, you know, they're a pretty good team. They're usually... uh you know, in the playoffs, they've won uh, a few championships over the years. Not, not recently, but you know, back in the day, they won a few and, you know, they got the title as America's team and therefore they've created this huge fan base that uh, is, you know, everywhere. Right. So Dallas Cowboys, they became really valuable over time. Same thing has happened with a lot of these very valuable franchises like the Lakers, um, like the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, You know, if you think back in the 90s, the Bulls, everyone was a Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan and because they won, right? And so when teams are winning and they've got the right players and they've got some good management and coaches watching them and, you know, training them and making sure that they're doing what they do, um, it creates a good product, which uh, creates more fans and more revenue. But all of that starts directly with ownership, And it takes ownership casting the vision and, you know, realizing how much they're willing to put into the team. You know, when I was playing, it it was at the minor league level, so it was very different than, you know, like the major leagues and and bigger teams. But um, I've been around cheap owners, right? They don't want to treat the players good. They don't want to pay them good. They don't want to, you know, invest in the facilities. They don't want to invest in good coaching or equipment or whatever the case is, right? Because they're penny pinching and it is what it is. And I can tell you as a player, those aren't the places you want to play, right? You see all of the other teams in the league that are run far better. And as a player, you think, wow, I would love to play for that team because they're always winning. They draw a lot of fans. They have great coaches, great ownership. That's where I want to be as a player. Well, if you didn't realize your business is the same way in business, your employees, AKA the players are able to see what other companies look like. You know, are they always looking at other companies saying like, man, I wish I could go work at that company because, you know, they get paid more. The owners care about their employees. They, they have a better office. They have, you know, better benefits. They have, you know, all this other stuff and there's more opportunities for growth." you know, um, these are things you got to think about in business. And, you know, when you think about business from the top down, okay, just in the same way of sports, you've got the owner, which, you know, if you're the business owner, that's you, that's me in this scenario. I have a choice. I get to invest in all of the aspects that are going to make my business, AKA my team successful and more valuable and more profitable. Okay. So as the owner, I've got to have a budget. I've got to have a vision, and I got to be a good leader. And so the first thing I have to do is figure out management. Okay, the best employees and the best players can't operate without good management. Now, when you're starting out as a business, you are the management many times, right? You're the one doing everything. You're, you know, you might hire one employee, you might hire two, and you know, you're having to manage them and be in the grind with them. Um, but eventually. As an owner, you start to scale, and now you need managers for your employees. And so, finding the right managers or front office, whatever you want to call it for the sports meta- metaphor, um, is very important. And it's on you as the owner to pick out those managers and those front office personnel. Because if you don't pick the right people, uh, your players and the players you attract aren't going to perform at the highest level. And you're not going to attract the ones that you want to get. Uh, I can tell you, good employees and good players want to play for coaches and management that they know supports them and will help them grow. So, you know, your first and most important hire isn't the players or the employees, but it is your management, okay? So it starts with you at the ownership level. You're you're the first, you know, person you need to work on and, you know, set the vision, right? From below you, you've got management, they that's super big because they're going to determine how well your employees do. But then the third level is the employees and the players. So with the employees, okay. Um, they are very much like players in that they're going to be the ones doing the majority of the work. They're the ones interacting um, with your customers and your clients and, you know, fulfilling orders and all those things that um, businesses have to go through. And, Really, in order for your business to win, you need to have the most talented employees that you can. Just like in sports, a bad team with bad employees cannot overcome that. Like you you need a certain amount of talent to win. Uh, If there's another company that has more talent than you and they've got better management, they're going to beat you 10 out of 10 times. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not like... uh, you know, sports where teams get lucky and you can win one game here or there, right? Like, sure, that could happen. You could have a better day than a team that's better. But in the long run, uh, the team that's better is going to win 10 out of 10 times. I like to think of business more like the NBA than baseball, you know, in baseball, anybody can win, um, on any given day. They, they just might get lucky or outplay you whatever. But in basketball, it really doesn't happen that way. <laughs> you know, like the best team in basketball, almost always wins you know when you look at the championship and the contenders there's like four teams that really have a chance to win and usually one of those four teams wins that's just how it goes and business is kind of the same like if there's a team aka a business that has so many more employees that are just such more or since they're just way more talented than you know the competition they're pretty much going to win so you got to think about how to attract those employees Have you ever wanted to invest in real estate, but you didn't have the time to find deals yourself? That's where Fundrise comes in. Fundrise is a crowdfunding platform that has transacted over $5 billion in real estate and has over 150,000 active investors. While many funds, like my own, require accredited investors, Fundrise allows anyone to invest with as little as $500. If you'd like to learn more, check out Fundrise.com. Once again, that's Fundrise.com. Are you looking to find off-market real estate deals? One of the best tools my team uses is Batch Leads. With Batch Leads, you're able to pull data, manage lists, and send text messages. On top of that, you can get nationwide access to the MLS to get pictures and comps. My team has used Batch Leads to get some of our best deals, so I know it works. If you wanna start today, you can get half off your first month by going to batchleads.io and using the promo code Ryan. Once again, that's batchleads.io, promo code Ryan for half off your first month. Now back to the show, but the fourth level of this, that, you know, sports and business collide are the fans and the fans for sports are very obvious, you know, like if you get fans, that is going to be the lifeblood of everything because those fans are going to buy tickets. They're going to spend money on concessions. They're going to buy merch. Uh, They're the reason why you can cut TV deals and make billions of dollars because you get a lot of people who watch your team because you're putting out a great product on the field. And the great product comes from having great players, great management, and great ownership. So if you focus on those aspects, the fans come and those fans will support you, spend money, and make your company more valuable overall. But when the fans are spending money, it also allows you to reinvest in the products. So for Sports teams, you know, when they do good and they start making more money, usually they reinvest it into players. They reinvest it into owner, or um, not ownership, but management. And yeah, ownership makes more money as well as a byproduct of all that. And so when you start seeing this cycle that starts happening with uh, a good sports team, it's that by drawing in more fans and having a better team, you start to attract, or you start to make more money which in turn helps you attract more talent and better coaching and it makes the owners richer and you just start to create this kind of like cycle that doesn't stop and it just keeps feeding itself over and over again because now you get more players and you get better fans and you know the team just starts to explode so that can happen in business as well you know as you start you know improving your business you will get more customers or I mean, fans really, um, fans of your product and your services, and they're going to spend more money in your business. And with that money being spent, it allows you to reinvest it into growing the company, to building out new products, new services, into hiring better employees and, you know, putting money more or putting more money in your pocket as an owner. Um, it's something that, just continues to feed itself over and over again. And I'll tell you, like as a as a perfect example, you know, one of my businesses is creating social media. And when I first started making content, I had one guy. You know, I said, "Hey, Sion's you know, his name." I said, Sion, we're gonna we're gonna make videos, and we are going to, you know, make YouTube videos, and and we're gonna try and make three a week. And that's it, right? And that was it. And we did a good job doing that. But guess what? As we had more success. I was able to get more fans, aka more followers, and I started to make more more money because those fans and followers were spending money in my businesses. Uh, I was getting new opportunities with sponsors, with uh, AdSense and other stuff. And I was able to take that money and hire out more talent. I got way more people on my social media team because I was starting to get more revenue. And in turn, we built out this team where i'm now spending probably like 40 grand a month on social media content. And guess what happens? For one, i've been making way more money as an owner by doing that, um just because of all the content, you know, generating leads for my businesses and all that stuff. But two, my managers in my social media team are, you know, top-notch cuz i'm able to pay them well and you know, they're able to, you know, have the freedom to do their job and have the resources to do the job at the best of their abilities. Um, as far as players go and employees go, I'm able to hire, you know, really good editors. I'm able to hire really good graphic designers, good tech guys, all of the resource like all of the people needed, I'm able to hire them um, because we have revenue coming in and I can reinvest into hiring more and more people so that we can create a better product. The product is the content. We can now create better podcasts, better YouTubes, better TikToks, better Instagram reels, and all that stuff because we have more resources. But the only reason we have that is because of the fans. Because we have more fans now, aka more followers, more views, everything else, we are now able to reinvest that into more talent. Um, And, you know, it just creates this cycle over and over again. And now I feel like, you know, in this particular business, we're in that cycle where it's just feeding on itself. Like, okay, I know that if I hire one extra person to help me make more content, it's going to help me get more fans, and those fans will spend money on different things, and it's going to be coming back to not only just my pocket as an owner, but also I'm going to be able to reinvest that into better content, and everyone wins. The fans get a better experience because they get better content, they get better um, you know, products and services. Uh, my team wins because I'm able to pay them better because we're performing better. And I win because we get to make more money and we get to have more impact and we get to, you know, do all these things. And, you know, I think just like sports as well, you know, on the ownership level, there is the money aspect of it, which, you know, as an owner, you want to make money, but there's also just the pride aspect of wanting to win, right? Like how many owners Are truly like, look, I don't even care how much money I make. Like, I just wanna win. And there are a few out there like that. And then there are some where it's all about the money and there are some where it falls in between. But I can tell you for me, like, I just wanna win, especially when it comes to the social media side of things. Like, if I can just create great content and, you know, continue to grow the following and, you know, impact people, that is a win. It doesn't even matter how much it makes. Like, that to me, is the game I'm playing. And with sports teams, it's very similar. They're all playing a game and they're all trying to win the championship. And we don't have a championship in social media, but, uh, you know, the championship would be just, you know, creating viral videos, gaining more followers, uh, you know, having, you know, other things that social media provides. And, you know, I could go over the examples in all my other businesses as well as how this all plays out. But... You know, my point is, sports, business, they're pretty much the same. And I guess when you think about it, it would make sense because, uh, you know, sports is a business. And so it shouldn't come as a surprise that um, it's run the same way. You know, all business, I like to say, all business is the same. You're just selling different products and services. You know, you just have to figure out who your customers are, who your fans are, you know, what products and services are they looking for. You know how can you get the right people to service those products and services? You know, make sure those things come out the way you want, and then how can you, as the owner, you know, find those people and make a profit? Like that's it. That's business. So I I just think though it's a lot more. I guess I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, but it relate. I I can relate to. How it all works now having gone through it both ways on one side as a player in sports and seeing what bad ownership looks like what being in a bad organization looks like and then seeing you know fans not come to the games and being a player who doesn't want to be there because everything about it sucks there's no fans there's no revenue there's bad ownership and there's um you know bad coaches and not really anything anyone could do about it because there's no money in sight. (laughs) There's no fans or anything. Um, and that's not where you want to be in business where there's like not really any hope. People are just kind of doing it to get by. And I was there as a player. Like I don't get me wrong. Like I wanted to keep my career going. And so I had to play in these really crappy places because it was all I could do. And there are plenty of businesses and employees that uh, do the same thing. They just take a job. They hate it. And, They don't really have a choice because, you know, they need it for now, but they're always looking for the next opportunity to get out of there and get by. And that is not what you want to do when you're in business. You want to be the place where everyone would love to go play, you know, because going there is amazing. You've got amazing fans. You've got an amazing ownership. You've got amazing managers, and they just feel the love and support and the, you know, room for growth. So think about that. Next time you're, you know, thinking about your business, start to think from the perspective of owning a team because that's what you have. You have a team and you have fans, you have players and you as the owner has to make a decision on how you plan to treat them, how you plan to cast the vision for them and how you're going to give them the best chance to succeed, how you're going to give them the resources. And if you do those things, I can tell you, you will attract the best talent possible. And, you know, having the right amount of talent and players and management is going to be what makes your business valuable and profitable. So take that to heart. Anyways, this video was a little different. This podcast was a little different than a normal, but if you liked it, uh, let me know in the comments below, if, if this resonated with you, if this message was something, uh, you know, you, you want to hear more of this type of stuff. And, uh, I'll definitely be sure to make some more like it. But uh, anyways, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for watching The Ryan Pineda Show. If you want to work with me, head over to ryanpineda.com. You can find my courses, coaching programs, and upcoming events. We also have free resources you can download, so head over to ryanpineda.com.